0: Everyone and welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy Jason, and we have some football to talk about today. We had a football game last night, so we'll discuss a little bit about Thursday night football, as well as previewing a little bit of week Week 15 fantasy football action. A player to start, a player to sit, as well as going game by game, picking who will win, who will lose, all that fun stuff. So all that and more coming up on Wake and Take. So sit back, relax, sip your coffee, and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome in, everyone. Welcome in. We've got a good show coming up for you guys today. But before we get into that, we need to hear about the DFS Dominator.
1: DFS getting harder every year, but we're here to make it easier with the DFS Dominator because I know a lot of optimizers keep coming out. Oh, our optimizer. What about this optimizer, but that optimizer. Well, we have a cash game optimizer that leverages the projections from Dario, Billy, the award-winning projections at playerprofiler.com, and builds the best lineups for cash games that have both upside and stability. Because that's what you want. It's a couple clicks. Boom, boom, boom. You get the best possible lineup for your cash games. But for tournaments, traditional optimizers don't work. That's why we have a lineup genius which takes you through the process of building lineups the way they should be built. Which quarterbacks you want to be overweight on? then building stacks, then setting runbacks, then optimizing and generating up to 150 lineups that you can easily import into DraftKings, into FanDuel. That's the DFS Dominator. It's only $45 a year, not not a week, A, a year, a year. Just go to Player Profiler, click on the DFS Dominator from the menu, and you won't be sorry.
0: You will not be sorry if you get the DFS Dominator. And hey, it's not even $45 anymore. It 10 bucks for the dfs dominator one of the best tools out there on player profiler but just in the game in general if you need help setting your dfs lineups there's no better tool than that dfs dominator now speaking of domination guys last night's football game was ridiculous how in the world how in the world does that even happen how do the Chargers allow the Raiders to beat them? 63 to 21. 42 points in the first half from this Raiders team. The Chargers only scored 21 because the Raiders, I mean, they 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 have essentially gave up. I mean, they, they were like, if you want to score us a point, sure, we'll let you. Of course, when you see a 63 to 21, that's a score, Agami. That score has never happened in the history of the NFL, so that's always cool to see. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> We always talk about, right, we we talked about a couple times this season, just about how Justin Herbert's kind of missing something. I talked about how I, I feel like, you know, how is he losing all these one-score games? Like, I feel like at some point Justin Herbert should be able to take this Chargers team over the top. Turns out, the only reason they're even in win-score games to begin with is Justin Herbert. And sure, he's losing them. <laughs> but without them, they're going to lose like this. What a terrible team. And what a terribly coached team. And it's not just brandon staley i know that the head coach is gonna get the blame here and i'm with you he should have been fired at halftime i have no idea how i now woke up this morning prepared an entire show sheet it's now 10 a.m and brandon staley is still the head coach of the los angeles chargers how that happened i have no clue how he ended up on the bus ride home i have no clue but it shouldn't just stop at brandon staley yes he needs to get fired but so does everyone else, down to the special teams, coordinators, offensive line coaches, linebacker coaches, the kicking coach. Every single person on this Charger staff needs to be fired. They need to burn it down to the ground and start over. Because it is ridiculous that you would allow Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders, without Josh Jacobs, to be able to do this to you. I don't... I, I thought I was watching a college game at some points. I, what, like, terrible, terrible football from the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm glad that in garbage time, some players were able to get you there for fantasy football purposes, but I have never seen such a disorganized, poorly coached, uh, not wanting to be their NFL team in my life. How do the Chargers even wake up and go to that game to play like that? What is the point? <laughs> what is the point? There were times they would show Justin Herbert on the sideline and he's just sitting there mouth open, just shocked at how terrible this team looked. It was terrible, absolutely terrible. So again, everyone on the Charger staff needs to get fired. I don't care. I don't care how small of a role they have. They need to be fired. Justin Herbert, I take back everything I said about you not having a clutch gene earlier this season. The fact that you even get this Chargers team within one score of any opponent is remarkable. So congratulations on being able to do even just that. And then lastly, Antonio Pierce. I know I said this after like his first week of being the interim head coach, but he deserves to be the head coach. I I don't know what else you're looking for in a head coach. You set the franchise record for most points scored in a game. You win a couple games, you keep some close contests, you have your team fired up, you're doing good media interviews. Antonio Pierce is a great head coach, and I hope the Raiders give him the full-time job. I doubt they will. For some reason, interim head coaches never get the head coaching job, and we've seen it with the Raiders even two years ago when they ended up making the playoffs because of their interim head coach, and yet he still didn't get the job. But I'm going to say they should do it. And then we have to speculate if they keep Antonio Pierce, what will they do with Aiden O'Connell? Uh, Because he has just now thrown for four touchdowns and a half, had an impressive bounce back after not scoring any points. It's pretty cool. And I think that demonstrates that he's a leader. So I am curious to see what they do there. But anyway, terrible football game. Let's get into the injuries because we have week 15 to preview. I see a lot of questions here. Don't worry. Uh, We'll get to you. Thank you for tuning in. Injuries. There's a ton of them. So buckle up. This is every single injury you need to keep your eye on or just some some sort of takeaway from. There's a ton of them. Michael Wilson, neck injury, limited, should be returning, as well as Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown had his heel injury. He's had limited practices all week. He should be playing this week, should be totally fine. Michael Wilson making his first game with Kyler Murray. Pick him up if he's available. Go get yourself some Michael Wilson. Next, Dalton Kincaid, he has a thumb injury that he picked up in last week's game. He's had limited practices all week, looking like he'll be able to suit up. I would be worried, given he catches the ball, that he has a thumb injury. But if he's able to go out there and practice and show up playing, likely that means it's not going to affect his gameplay too much and he should be good to go. DJ Moore also had a limited practice with his ankle injury. Hasn't missed any time with it, should be good. Same with Jerome Ford, he picked up a wrist injury the, the Browns running back, Jerome Ford, uh, last week. He's been practicing all week. Limited injury. Jerome Ford should be good to go. Brandon Cooks, Cowboys wide receiver. He has an illness and was not practicing, but given it's an illness, he should be good to go. Should be playing this week, so don't worry too much. Yesterday, we talked about Greg Dulcich. Greg Dulcich was activated off IR, so we thought that he'd be able to return, but he was marked out. Uh, for Saturday's game against the Lions. So Greg Dulcich will not be making his uh, return from IR this week. It'll probably be next week. Again, I say if Greg Dulcich is out there on your waiver wire, go ahead and pick him up just to see what happens, even if he's not playing this week. Josh Reynolds, he scored a touchdown last week for the Lions, but picked up a back injury. He's listed as questionable, has not been practicing this week. I'm not expecting Josh Reynolds to be out there on Saturday, but keep your eye on it as he's out. We could hopefully see some more Jamison Williams, but also I'm curious to see what the implications would be regarding Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's had no usage really at all Uh, since he's landed in Detroit. We could see something here if Josh Reynolds is out. Green Bay Packers have a few of them. A.J. Dillon, he actually broke his thumb on Sunday, so he's not expected to play. He has not been practicing all week. It's been an underreported injury for sure, but he is not looking to play. That's A.J. Dillon. However, Aaron Jones should be returning. He has a limited practice all week with his knee injury that's been sidelining him. So while A.J. Dillon is looking like he will not be playing, Aaron Jones looks like he will be bouncing back this week. So look for that. And then Christian Watson with his hamstring injury, he missed this week's game. He also will probably miss this week's game as he has a hamstring injury that is still sidelining him at practice, still not participating this week. Nico Collins Nico Collins had that calf injury that he picked up last week. He is still not practicing, not looking like Nico Collins will be playing. And same for CJ Stroud, who is still in concussion protocol and has not even picked up a limited practice yet. It's looking like it'll be Davis Mills uh, leading the way for the Texans. Next, Isaiah Pacheco. He missed last week's game with a shoulder injury that he picked up in practice. It is still bothering him. He is not practicing this week looking like it'll be jarek mckinnon and clyde edwards hilaire yet again i'm not confident in starting either of them we saw that they had split usage last week and the only reason mckinnon got you there was his touchdown not sure that you can rely on that from either one of those guys next or this week really so i'm, I'm really not starting either of the chiefs running backs if isaiah pacheco is out tyreek hill big one tyreek hill has his ankle injury he is also not practicing this week with his ankle injury not sure if he's going to play. Um, he is not practicing, and that's not what you want to see with an ankle injury. But as we say a lot with these superstars, just because they're not practicing doesn't mean they will play or they won't play. I'm not assuming. I'm not expecting Tyreek Hill to play. It was a pretty gruesome injury, and he already came out and said that he can't cut. Uh, but still, keep your eye on it because Devon a. Chan is also not practicing. Uh, Devon a. Chan picked up a toe injury still being unhealthy, really. I mean, Devon Achan, he'll get you there one week and then he's hurt again. Or he lands on IR, comes back for a snap, gets hurt again, out for a week, out for another week. Comes back, gets you good, then picks up another injury. Kind of getting concerned here with Devon Achan. I'm not going to lie. But it is not looking like Devon Achan will be playing this week with his toe injury. Fire up your Raheem Mostert's uh, and I guess your Jeff Wilson's. Especially if Tyreek Hill is not active, I'm not sure what the Dolphins will be doing. Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison is officially out this week. He picked up an ankle injury. So it will be Ty Chandler's backfield. Ramondre Stevenson still not practicing with his ankle injury. Ramondre Stevenson not looking like he'll be playing. So fire up your Ezekiel Elliott's one more time now demario douglas the other patriot who had been missing some time looking like he will be returning he has been limited this week with his concussion looking like he'll be able to clear concussion protocol before this weekend's game Taysom hill on the saints as well as rashid shaheed both of them missed last week's game but have been practicing this week in limited fashion looking like both shaheed and Taysom hill will be back this week however chris olave is not practicing chris olave Picked up an ankle injury, not looking like he'll be playing this week, given he is not participating up until today. Keep your eye on today's practice status and see if he is activated or anything, but looking like Chris Olave might miss this week. Darren Waller, still on injured reserve, but has been practicing, picked up a limited practice the last two days, looking like he could be activated off injured reserve going into this game. Uh, we did, uh talk about this last week how he came out and said that he is going to be able to return in week 15 so this seems to be true what he said last week looking like Darren Waller will be returning so if he's if he was dropped in your league and you need a tight end could be someone worth picking up as Tommy DeVito is kind of slinging it right now Elijah Mitchell not super important not like anyone really cares about Elijah Mitchell but he's still not practicing with his knee injury which just leads me to say still pick up Jordan Mason he's worth stashing He is truly the handcuff for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he, He got the touchdown last week with his four carries, at least doing something. So get Jordan Mason on your team. Geno Smith is looking like he'll be able to return. Geno Smith with his groin injury missed last week, but he has had limited practices all week this week. Should be good to go. And then Chris Godwin, he picked up a knee injury this week, is not practicing. Chris Godwin has been out all week, not practicing, With this knee injury, looking like he will be out going into this weekend's contest. Uh, Same with Kyle Phillips, Titans wide receiver. Not like he'd been getting too much usage over the last couple weeks, but still he has a hamstring injury that will be sidelining him as well. Not practicing this week with his hamstring injury. And finally, Brian Robinson. Still not practicing with his hamstring injury that he picked up going into the bye week. Brian Robinson not looking like he will be playing this week. So get yourself some Chris Rodriguez and Antonio Gibson if you're in a pinch. (laughs) That's all the injuries. Let's go ahead and check some questions out real quick just before we get into our must-starts, must-sits, and going into our pickups. I see a few here on TikTok. Would you go with Gibbs or Montgomery? I'm going to go with Gibbs every single time that question comes up. I do think, of course, that David Montgomery could score you some more points, but I'm just going to go with the more explosive athlete in Jameer Gibbs week in, week out, regardless of who gets those touchdown uh, end zone, red zone carries. Joe Mixon, James Cook, or David Montgomery? I think I'm going to go with James Cook and Montgomery. Uh, James Cook, you can't bench right now. He's been playing really well. And I mean, same with Joe Mixon, but ultimately, if you're going to ask me to pick between the two, I'm going to go with Montgomery. Uh, He has a little bit more touchdown upside, in my opinion. Mostert, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon. Oh, Mostert, James Cook, Joe Mixon. Go with Mostert and Cook, especially if Devon Achan is out. Let's hop over to YouTube real quick. Would you start Brock Purdy over Josh Allen? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I'm going with Josh Allen. I think I'm going to go with Josh Allen. I know he's got the Cowboys matchup, but to me, while the Cowboys defense is tough, I think that this suggests more of a little bit of a shootout than the Bills being shut down. So I think Josh Allen's going to score himself some points. Um, Should be good to go with Josh Allen. Um, Cool. Should you flex James Conner or Calvin Ridley? Full PPR. I think I'm going to lean James Conner here. They've got the matchup against the 49ers, which I know is tough. But I think James Conner going to get some dump-offs in this one. Would you buy low on Justin Herbert? Yes. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Go get Justin Herbert because it's only going to get better here. But before we get into more questions, let's now talk about some starts, some sits, and get into some pick-ups. We're starting Ty Chandler. We're going with Ty Chandler. If you've got him, you're starting him. There's no point in rostering Ty Chandler up until this point if you do not start him. I know that you might be a bit concerned about what he could do, but he's got a decent matchup against the Bengals who are allowing the 15th most points to running back, so right around the middle of the pack here. And he's been averaging 4.1 yards per carry and 6 yards per target, doing some good Uh, efficiency when he gets the usage. Last week he had 12 carries and three targets, which he brought in all three. So 12 carries and three receptions last week when Alexander Madison went down. So you have to fire up your Ty Chandler uh, regardless really of your other options. I think Ty Chandler's one of the must starts this week. I think he's going to get you at least 15 points. He's going to get about 15 touches. And when you're getting that, you really can't complain. So fire up your Ty Chandlers this week and then my must-sit, Jalen Waddle. Now, I'm going to put a disclaimer on this. This is more so if Tyreek Hill is out, and then to another extent if Devon Achan is also out. But I'm not expecting Tyreek Hill to be playing this week, so I think that Jalen Waddle is going to be slotted in as the wide receiver one, which means he's going to be covered by Sauce Gardner. And if A-Chan is also out, I just think these Dolphins are going to have a very tough time against the Jets that shut down the Texans last week and are playing really well on defense and offense last week as well. I just think if Jalen Waddle gets mashed up against Sauce Gardner, it's going to be some tough sledding for him. And let's be honest here, I know it's not the best analysis to say this, but Jalen Waddle has had nine and a half more points in four straight weeks and hasn't really had a floor game all season. At some point, I like Jalen Waddle has floor games. That's one of his traits. I feel like at some point it's going to come. And so I'm expecting it this week against the Jets, especially if Tyreek Hill is out and he has to go up against Sauce Gardner. I just think the Dolphins are going to have a tough day. And especially Jalen Waddle if he's asked to be the main wide receiver in this one. So start Ty Chandler, sit jalen waddle let's move on into game by game i'm gonna share my screen here and then we will pick our yahoo sports pickups and as always i did not pick thursday night football i don't know why i never do always forget but here we go Bengals vikings in cincinnati we've got nick mullen starting for the vikings we've got no alexander madison but we do have justin jefferson and tj hawkinson coming out so should be an okay game However, I'm still going to go with the Bengals, who have actually been playing really well with Jake Browning. They're a little bit of a more complete team, and I just don't expect Nick Mullins to be able to do too much here. So give me the Bengals. Next game we have is the Colts-Steelers. Mitchell Chubisky-Steelers, I can't bet on. Give me the Colts, who are actually finding themselves within the playoffs right now. Give me the Colts over the Steelers. Lions-Broncos in Detroit. I'm going to go with the Lions because they're the home team, but this is definitely one of the more interesting Saturday games, if not the most interesting Saturday game. I think that this has shootout written all over it. Lions versus Broncos. Want to fire up, of course, Cortland Sutton and any Lion you have for the most part. I think that this could be a fun little game, but give me the Lions overall. (laughs) Next game we have is the Browns-Bears. I'm going to go with an upset here. I'm going to go with an upset here, and I'm going to pick the Bears to beat the Browns. I know that Joe Flacco is kind of playing lights out, and I know the Browns have a really good defense, but I don't know. The Bears are playing really well right now. They just really brought it to the Lions. Justin Fields is a really good football player. I'm not sure why he doesn't have more respect. Give me the Bears to upset the Browns and to begin to push them out of the playoffs. Let's go, guys. I don't want the Browns in the playoffs. No one wants to watch the Browns in the playoffs. We want some other good AFC team. Get the Browns out of here. Let's go, Bears. Next, we have Packers, Buccaneers. We're going to go with the Packers in this one. We need the Buccaneers to lose if we want the Falcons to make the playoffs. So we're going to go with the Packers, who have been playing really well. I know they just got upset this week by the Giants, so I think they're going to bounce back. No Christian Watson, but Aaron Jones should be returning, which will help immensely. And if the Buccaneers are without Chris Godwin, like it's looking like, there, I don't know if they're really going to be able to run the offense completely through Mike Evans and Rashad White. And I know Chris Godwin hasn't done a ton, but he still helps keep the defense honest. And I, so, so I think that that could be a bit rough without him. Titans-Texans. If CJ Stroud was playing, of course I'd go with the Texans, but he's not. And so we're going to go with the Titans here, getting revenge for DeAndre Hopkins and Derek Henry, of course, always beats up on the Texans. And a cool note about this is that the Titans will actually be using their Houston Oilers uniforms. So we've got Houston versus Houston. One of them will have to win. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Houston team, uh, go, go with the Titans over the Texans. Dolphins, Jets. I'm going with the Jets here. As I said, I'm sitting Jalen Waddle. Devon Achan's not, not looking like he'll play. It's not looking like Tyreek Hill's going to play. And so I think the Jets will actually upset the Dolphins in this game. Keep it really tight as well. I don't think either team will go over 20 points. I think this will actually be a low-scoring contest in this one. Next, we have Patriots-Chiefs. Chiefs coming off a very frustrating loss. I fully expect all of the Chiefs to play extremely well, but especially Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I think they're going to really give it to the Patriots. I'm expecting a total blowout of this one. I think the Chiefs play with a chip on their shoulder and take it to the Patriots win by like 30. Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes remind us all of who they are in a really fun contest for their offense. Giants, Saints, give me the Giants. Tommy DeVito going to be crushing it yet again. It's looking like Chris Olave is not going to play, and Rashid Shahid and Taysom Hill are going to be less than 100%. I think the Saints are going to have a tough time here against the Giants who are playing on fire right now they're heating up at the right time of the year give me the Giants especially since the Saints need to lose to keep the the Falcons in first place so we're going with the Falcons also over the Panthers of course I will say this I know I'm picking the Falcons but something in my gut there's something in my gut that's telling me the Panthers win this game I don't know what it is I'm picking the Falcons but something in my gut tells me Bryce Young's actually going to play well and beat the Falcons. It uh, just seems like a very Atlanta thing. But I think ultimately the Falcons do win it. But but something in my gut is telling me a weird Panthers game. Uh, Rams. Commanders. Interesting. I'm going to go with the Commanders. I'm going to go with the Commanders here. Uh, really not sure. Actually no. No, we're going to go with the Rams. We're going to go with the Rams. Not looking like Brian Robinson's going to play, and I think that's going to hurt the Commanders getting into rhythm. Uh, Kyron Williams playing really well, of course, but then also Cooper Cup finally bounced back last week. So give me the Rams over the Commanders. 49ers Cardinals, definitely going with the Niners. I mean, best team in football right now. Can't expect them to lose at all. Buffalo Dallas. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. Buffalo Bills at home will beat the Cowboys. Josh Allen, four touchdowns, 400 total yards, 300-something passing, and over 50 rushing. Going to see a fantastic game for Josh Allen against the Cowboys. Next, Ravens versus Jaguars. Sunday night football in Jacksonville. Give me the Jaguars. Give me the Jaguars. I know the Ravens are playing really well, but something about this game makes me feel like the Jaguars are going to win it. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, as we know, played through his injury last week. So he'll be there this week. Travis Etienne getting healthier and healthier as he got banged up a couple weeks ago. And now we're going into their second week without Christian Kirk. I think they'll be able to move the ball a little bit better. Uh, And I think they'll actually surprise the Ravens uh, and win it. And then Eagles, Seahawks, we've definitely got to go with the Eagles here to bounce back. I know they've been shut down the past couple weeks, but give me the Eagles. They're, They're going to bounce back against the Seahawks. Cool. Picks are in. Let's answer some more questions and then get everyone out of here. Got just a couple more minutes at 1030. Uh, Dynasty we will be going with Theo Graminger and Alan Seslowski. So make sure you go tune into that. But I know that we are in the playoffs. I know that these questions need to be answered. Uh, let's get it. Let's see. Nah. All right, Jamie. You're right. You're right. You do want the Browns in the playoffs. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. Oh, nice, Robert! You're going to the Falcons game though uh, this weekend, but you're not rooting for the Falcons. Come on, man! Come on, go for the Falcons! Let's go! Let's go, Falcons! Um, let's see. No questions here on YouTube. Ton here on TikTok though. Etn Elliot or Achan? Etn DeAndre Swift or Javante Williams? Tough one. The Lions are actually pretty good against running backs. I think the Eagles need to bounce back this week, and I think they will. And they're actually undefeated when they give DeAndre Swift more than 10 carries. So I think that they'll do that. I think they'll give DeAndre Swift a ton of carries this week. Try to get him work back into it. They've abandoned him the past couple weeks. Let's get DeAndre Swift over Javante. Lamar Jackson or Matthew Stafford? Got to go with Lamar. I think that it's going to be a potential shootout against the Jaguars. And then, of course, he gets you that rushing floor. Jameer Gibbs, Mixon or Moss? Give me Gibbs. Will Levis or Zach Wilson? Gotta be Will Levis. Although it's actually pretty close because I do think Zach Wilson's gonna get at least garbage time points against the Dolphins. Jordan Love or Baker Mayfield, give me Jordan Love. Geno Smith or Jared Goff? Jared Goff. Puka or Jaden Reed? Hmm. Give me Puka. Give me Puka. I like that one. I like uh, that's a good question. I like that. Matthew Stafford or Trevor Lawrence? I'm going to lean Stafford. I think that's going to be a bit more of a shootout against the Commanders, who are actually giving up a ton of points at quarterbacks as well. Uh, Trey McBride or Kittle? Give me Trey McBride. Give me Trey McBride. Sam Howell or Love? Give me Jordan Love. Stafford or Goff? Stafford? Lamar Purdy? Brock Purdy? Uh, All right. All right. If you have more Start Sick questions, tune in Sunday morning on TikTok, 11 a.m. Eastern. Toomey will be over there. Uh, I will be on Instagram at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. And then at noon, we'll be live on YouTube with our Start and Stream show. But I've got to end this show so we can get on to Dynasty Life. Make sure you tune into that. Theo Greminger and Alan Seslowski telling you all you need to know for your Dynasty teams going into Week 15 and then some. So tune into that here in just a couple minutes. Dynasty Life on the Player Profiler YouTube channel. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'll see you all Monday as we break down everything that happened this weekend. I wish you all the best of luck in your fantasy football playoffs. If you could all put your hands up in the sky and hope that I keep advancing in Scott Fishbowl. I'm looking close this week. Uh, Still kicking, still alive. Really need some great games from some of my studs. So wish me luck, guys, in the Scott Fishbowl playoffs as well as the Trade Gods Invitational League playoffs and my home league playoffs and my other team playoffs. I need help in the playoffs this week, guys. As much as I'm wishing you guys luck, wish me luck as well. Have a good weekend. I'll see you all Monday. Peace.